0: Welcome, everyone. Thank you for choosing This Is Fine, a podcast in which me, your host, Ivor, unpacks and shares issues, emotions, and realizations as part of my life's mission to help anyone out there on a path of inner peace, a cornerstone of mental health, As I was thinking of what kind of value or service I can add to this corner of the internet, I realized that woven into the content I create are threads of these ideas of consistency, specificity, and courage. It is not lost on me that the things we talk about repeatedly are also issues that may be underlying insecurities or at least points of interest. Specificity and courage will be supporting consistency as it steps center stage in today's episode because it has played such a profound and leading role in my life recently. As I begin to explore these ideas I wonder if I'll inadvertently spotlight some of my own issues or insecurities and maybe shed some light into or onto an area of your life that you are able to address whether it be ways in which you feel you need to grow or assess or acknowledging the ways in which you have grown. As I've said many a time before, and it's something I will repeat at nauseum, is that a path to living a life that feels deeply connected to the present moment, reduced mental stress, or in line with a, a closer state that is conducive to healthy mental practices, is a consistent practice of self-reflection and metacognition. Now, I think I discovered this path because it became a sort of spiritual practice for me. Don't get me wrong, I am violently anti-religious. For me, spirituality has nothing to do with religiosity. Through my different forms of meditations or self-reflection practices, it has become a sort of daily automatic spiritual ritual that I learned after my first read-through of Eckhart Tolle's book The Power of Now. One of the lines that has impacted my life and continues to forge its way into my meditations is the following quote. The beginning of freedom is the realization that you are not the thinker. The moment you start watching the thinker, a higher level of consciousness becomes activated you begin to realize that there is a vast realm of intelligence beyond thought and that thought is only a tiny aspect of that intelligence you also realize that all the things that truly matter beauty love creativity inner peace arise from beyond the mind you begin to awaken there is so much to unpack in this beautiful quote what i want to focus on is that first line the beginning of freedom is the realization that you are not the thinker. Now, I think that that line is so beautifully constructed because it is sort of metacognitive in itself. That introductory statement that says, the beginning of freedom resonated in such an indelible manner that after nine years of having first heard it, I still feel like it strikes a chord, it's still itched into the ever morphing and expanding walls of my consciousness. Freedom encompasses this idea of no boundaries, of vast open skies, oceans and lands as far as the eye can see into the horizon, and so the beginning of where the chains of restrictions Are released. It's that idea that you are not the thinker. Once you realize this, that the voices in your head, the beliefs or as I like to call them repetitive thoughts that run through your mind, the automatic negative thoughts that run awry, are not you. Even the quote-unquote good or positive thoughts that you think are not you. You are not the thinker. Consider for a moment, just a moment, that maybe you are the watcher of those thoughts. That's a space where Eckhart says a higher level of consciousness gets activated. I don't like to use the word higher because I think that it kind of denotes that any other thoughts are lower thoughts. So I like to just say that it is a different level of consciousness. And, you know, I'd like to leave the dissection of that quote there for you to mull over. The beginning of freedom is the realization that you are not the thinker. Something that compounded my understanding of this is um, I'm not quite sure and I can't find this on the internet, but um, I think it was Dr. Brené Brown or Byron Katie, I'm not quite sure, who said this. You can ask yourself, how can I know this to be true? Every unhealthy thought that arises in the torrential stream of your mind Question it and ask yourself, how can I know that this is true? Is this fact? Or is it just my thought? In fact, Byron Katie said something that, again, also just compounds the understanding of what I'm saying is that I discovered that when I believe my thoughts, I suffered. But then when I didn't believe them, I didn't suffer. And this is true for every human being. I full-heartedly connect to that statement. It's almost (laughs) a little bit emotional. But circling back to how I mentioned consistency, metacognition which is the awareness and understanding of one's own thoughts. Exactly, or close to what I think Eckhart meant when he said the beginning of freedom is the realization that you are not the thinker. Metacognition is a consistent process that obliges not just questioning, but the interrogation of your own thoughts. It is here where you begin to observe your thoughts. Then you start the process of metacognition. You start the journey of looking at yourself from inside yourself. Here's the thing. You don't even have to actually practice self-awareness or know if you're doing it or not. Just the simple act of you making the decision, verbalizing out loud, The beginning of freedom is the realization that you are not the thinker. Means you've begun packing for the journey. You're on your way. You start to see things and notice things, or maybe even you'll notice the wings that you didn't know you had. And then the next thing that happens is that you are presented with limitless openings or opportunities for growth. It's where you start to transform. I have come to understand that change and consistency are hands that wash each other because change is the only constant in the world. If there is no change, stagnation sets in. I think here I will allow myself the courage to say that the opposite of self-awareness is stagnation itself. The opposite of self-awareness is, this, is the stagnation of self. This idea of stagnancy is the antithesis to consistency, I think. I think it was first introduced to me um, in high school by my Afrikaans language teacher, Mrs. Smith. Or was it Miss Smith? I remember the green blackboard, the white chalk, and how the sunlight graced the classroom as this lesson fired up just so many neurons in my brain, and I don't quite remember the title of the book, but it explored an idea of how a mass of stagnant water is where evil is conceived. It's where disease thrives. Think of how pests like mosquitoes need still water to thrive. So this idea that from stagnation arose the unraveling of a tribe. I guess I understood this more than i was able to intellectualize at the time but i somehow knew in the spirit of myself that this was applicable to life to my life though i may not have had the life experience to connect to this idea i most certainly do now because i know that for many many of us countless of us that we have been faced with an uncomfortable sticky feeling of being in a rut of of being stagnant, this corner of ourselves was specially scrutinized during the pandemic where we were suddenly and swiftly restricted from means, from many of the means to distract ourselves. I think that this was actually so necessary because it is in this restriction, this pressure that revealed ways in which we use the trappings of the world to distract us from From those uncomfortable, untouched corners of our minds and hearts that we have left undisturbed. See, and you leave it undisturbed and it has the potential to become stagnant and I think it is where you begin to become undone. Start to move the waters and see what you stir up. It will definitely be uncomfortable as I have confronted my own sexual trauma and start to think of my generational trauma, I realize that this is in line with my value of consistency. Growth requires resistance. And when I say those words, my mind and memory jumps to trees. There's a majestic sense of peace and intelligence in trees that immediately resonate and activates my self-awareness. The reason I bring this up is that The thing with trees are that if there is no wind, they end up becoming much weaker. They end up being much weaker. They end up not growing tall or strong and basically fall over and maybe even collapse into themselves. Wind makes trees stronger. Growth requires resistance. The simple act of doing the work to get this podcast into the tapestry of the internet in itself is a testament to consistency regardless of how many people hear this it still takes specific choices for me to say no to the trappings of the world and cultivate this consistency it takes specific choices for me to be for me to take charge of my most valuable commodity time If you have a roof over your head, if you are able-bodied, if you can support yourself, I think it is a good mental health practice to craft out a specific, consistent use of your time in at least one area of your life. It's either that or time will take you. Always start small. Step into the wind and know that when you feel It's resistance. It is an opportunity for growth. Explore some stagnant waters in your life and be consistent. As I have quoted her before and will many, many more times, Dr. Maya Angelou says that courage is the most important of the virtues because without it, you can practice no other virtue consistently. And to speak of specificity and why I mention it, I'd like to share another beautifully succinct quote, um, this time from author James Clear. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Then I guess I'll leave you with the question. What do your actions say about the person you wish to become? Look at the things you do consistently. Is that the person you are? Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to me. If you liked this episode and would like to help me out, please share it with a friend or give me a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is indeed a small action, but it helps me tremendously. It is my sincerest hope that I have fired up some thoughts that guide you onto a path of inner peace, a cornerstone of mental health. Until next time everyone, drink your water, make sure you get enough sleep, goodbye.